What's up, chefs? I'm Julia London, and welcome to the Shade Judah Podcast. Here in Brick Lane, a place very popular for its culture and for its food. But one of the places that's really stand out for me is the Orange Buffalo food truck. We're about to go talk to him now. So I'm here with the owners of the Orange Buffalo food truck, which I may add has the best buffalo wings ever. So can you guys just say your name? Okay, I'm Mike So, co-founder. I'm Nick White. I'm the other co-founder. Guys, what inspired Orange Buffalo? And, like, why wings? Uh, a lot of red wine initially inspired it. <laughs> <laughs> no, we, um, we, we've been friends you know, a long time since we were kids. And we, um, we travelled a lot around the States. Mike lived in the States. And we ate a lot of uh, American, a lot of barbecue food. And we didn't realise how big it was over there and how little they had in the way of wings over here, especially hot sauce and especially buffalo wings. Um, well, when I, came, when I came back from the States, we was looking for places to have wings and nobody was doing them whatsoever. You could get the really watered down, not very nice versions from TGI Fridays and a couple of places had them on the starter menu, but nobody really led with it. No one was doing it properly or what we... What we had experienced in the States as, you know, done right. Yeah. Nobody likes a flaccid wing. Nobody likes a soggy wing. <laughs> um, so we, we, yeah, we, we, we decided uh, initially to make our own hot sauce for, for buffalo wings, so some buffalo wing sauce. And we couldn't um, find it anywhere here, so we thought we'll make our own. And one thing led to another. Mike never went back to the States, he stayed here. And we, yeah, we started making some, got to work in the kitchen and we sent some samples to friends and family. And next thing we know, we decided to more or less quit our jobs. Um, and yeah, we, we started making this sauce full time. And eventually, after a few months, we bought this truck, which is our, still our HQ to this very day. We had no idea what we were doing. Yeah. We made it up as we went along. We really did. We don't come from a chefing background, although we love food and we love cooking, but we um, we just liked one thing, so we wanted to do one thing and do it well. And that's what we still do. So I know the origin story of Buffalo Wings, like they originated in Buffalo, New York. Um, so you said you make your own hot sauce. Do you think, can, do you consider yours as close to the original or do you think you guys have made your own original hot sauce? I think there's, a, there's you know, if you look online for a buffalo sauce recipe, they'll always say, use Frank's sauce or Louisiana hot sauce, add in 50% of it butter. That, that's the standard thing. And if you go across most places in America, you'll, you'll, you'll taste that kind of flavor. Um, but for us, we decided just to put our twist on it using fresh chilies and produce, which is available to us locally. Um, all that we can source locally. Um, I mean, you know, sometimes our chilies come from Uganda or Morocco, Morocco Egypt, and, and so forth. But it's all about using fresh chilies. Um, 
we didn't really want well actually we competed against Franks at one one thing and, and we beat their sauce anyway so um, it's a great sauce that they do but we just do it in a different way yeah so that must have been exhilarating when you found out you beat Frank's hot sauce like how was how did that feel it was great I mean we we did a, we did the very first wing fest in the UK which about there's about 11 or 12 traders it was sponsored by Frank's everybody else used Frank's and then we turned up there we made a massive poster we put behind us saying we do not use Frank's and we actually won- we're not allowed to say the F word yeah and we did. We won both awards. It was great, and uh, it's just a different style of doing it. But you know, our original was based around that, that classic American sauce, which I guess is Frank's. Really, is eaten in the millions and millions and millions in the states. What inspired you to become chefs of like a wing food truck? Because we made a drunken bet, and we're both stubborn, <laughs> <laughs> and we had an idea, and we. We just ran with it, you know, and when you, when you, you know, it's like jumping into a swimming pool with not being able to swim, you land pretty quickly, and we did, and, you know, we opened up small, nobody really knew kind of what wings were, you know, just Americans, and, you know, people keep, kept, like, asking, you know, for bacon sandwiches, and do we do pasta, and we're, like, trying to educate people on wings, but throughout that whole period, we developed... Um, we developed the product and developed the sauces in conjunction with the customer's feedback. You know, if you look at the food truck, it's very intimate and we have a really good re- relationship with our customers. You know, they, sometimes they come and sit down there and just have a moan. But, you know, they'll always tell us how good a job we're doing. And that, that's what's, what's great about it. And as long as you respond to what people yeah. say. In the early um, days, that was paramount to us because we was just constantly listening to the customers feedback so when they wanted it hotter when we opened with just the original sauce when they wanted it hotter we made it hotter you know when they wanted a different one we, we tried something else and now we've got five or six sauces it's yeah it's we're in a good position now we've got a good range of sauces um so yeah i think like mike said you know in, in the in the early days it was a big learning curve you know we're not trained chefs and we just wanted to there was a gap in the market and it was something we loved doing we thought we'd just go for it and if you spend enough time on YouTube you can find things <laughs> you, can, <laughs> you can find out recipes you can find out what equipment to use and how people are doing it you know you, we, we looked at uh, videos that from you know people in uh, wing places in America New York and and so forth and you, you, you know you can pick up on things even if they're not talking about it you can see what's going on in the background and you know and it, that's how you shape your business that's cool um, so how well, what was the journey of the food truck like, did you guys start with a storefront or did you start with just the food truck going into the storefront because I understand you have a branch in Hoxton right yeah that, yeah yeah so we started the food truck in 2012 um, and we that, that, that is our little baby that one you know that's, that's what we're known for um, but yeah we, we've opened we, we've done festivals in between that we've done music festivals we've done um, film studios uh, I'm sure the Batman's eaten our wings before yeah um, and uh, most of the cast of Star Wars as well. <laughs> Eight hour wings. Yep. 
we've had we've had uh, uh, Bradley Cooper here. If you look for us, if you you'd have to be really keep your eyes open because you might miss it if you blink. But we are in um, a film called Burnt. Have you seen Burnt? You should watch Shepherd it. Film. Really good, really good. With Bradley Cooper. Yeah, so we're in that a couple of times. Yeah. Yeah, or he wouldn't have got his Michelin star if it wasn't for our wolf of sauce. <laughs> no, no. He, 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 stole, he, stole, he stole a key ingredient from there. That's what, that's what won him. <laughs> I still get people chasing me down the street for my autograph, but it's getting boring now, but... <laughs> But yeah, and then you know we've 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 done a lot of different markets and things like that. But you know, it's 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 nice to have a permanent pitch because you can build up, you know, your business there. People know where you are. So yeah, we start we started with just a truck and then kind of moved moved into different areas to, to test what we, if our product worked in a in a you know pop up in a in a bar. We did that and and yeah, now Hoxton is our a big bigger kitchen, so we've extended the menu a little bit. Psst, yo guys. Well, I've got your attention, I'd like to ask a huge favor. If you enjoy listening to Shay Judah, please head over to my page on iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you get your podcasts. We can give the show a nice review. It's really helpful in getting others to listen and enjoy Shay Judah too. You said you guys worked a lot in markets. Is the like same thrill for working in the market than having a permanent place? It's hard. It's harder work. It's harder work. I mean, it's great when the sun's out. But when there's like a 90 degree rain coming in, you know, and you've got hot fryers and, and, the, hot, and the wind's and, howling <laughs> and 190 degree oil, you know, you, and you're beating snow off the top of the tent. <laughs> yeah. If you're in Bermuda on the beach you're with a nice little gazebo, you know, with a bit of Calypso music going on, and <laughs> it's happy days. That's but it. when you're in East London in a, in a, yeah, it can get, there are long days then, lots of setting up, a lot of prep. And then the breaking down, the market stalls and stuff, that's a real hard living if you're doing that every day. But it's essential, I think, for if, you're, if you've got a food concept and yeah. you want to try it out, yeah. you know, before um, investing into a premise and, and all that money that, that kind of involves, definitely do it in the markets. Get, see what people's response is to your brand, to yeah. your food, to your service. That's the way to do it. Um, so I was doing some research on buffalo wings. And it came up like there was just like appetizer food and finger food. Well, they are finger food, but more appetizers. So I was wondering, how do you guys approach it and create it into like making it a main meal? Um, add chips. <laughs> 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 add chips and a bit of green celery. <laughs> and there you go. <laughs> Everyone's happy. The complete happy. meal, the cornerstone. <laughs> so. You guys are one of my favorite food trucks, if not the the, the favorite of my list, like on the top, right? Wow, so, we are, I, I'm humbled now, Chef Judah. I'm humbled. So, what was your goal when you guys started, and did you reach it, or does it constantly keep changing? Um, the funny thing is, is like we with this, this business, and it, you never know what's going to happen. You know, you, once you know. People come to us a lot now and offer us, you know, either different pop-ups, different events, you know, rooftop things, you know, do you want to do a, a film studio, kind of um, cater for them and parties and so forth. And we're all weddings. constantly getting asked for weddings and, and, and also, you know, all sorts of things. Um, so I think we, we have, um, we have, 
goal to kind of get, we believe that we could be on every high street, you know, UK and internationally. Um, but there's always, there's always other options around that you can do. Like say, even festivals and things like that, they're always great to do, you know. So like what type of festivals have you guys appeared at? So it's just music festivals, mainly the ones in London. Um, we've done a few outside. Um, they're they're, they're cra crazy busy. We described it, the very first one we did was we had the Rolling Stones playing outside our, our tent twice in a long weekend and we had like 80 odd people in the queue for like since we opened to when we closed you know so many staff just just doing one job everyone's just got that one job that you've got to stick to it's just really hard work but we we described it as it was like planning on going on around the world trip every day trying to make sure you've got everything ready and everything's prepped and ordered and you've got everything in place for a you got to expect the worst you know in these like really busy conditions, right? How how many wings on average do you think you sold? Well, we're we were doing around about 120 portions an hour, something like that. So we're, that's times eight. What's that? Say that's about a thousand, a thousand wings. How many birds is that? <laughs> that's a lot of chickens. <laughs> There's a lot of chickens in a day. What advice would you give to like to young business owners of street food and? People want to start up their own uh, food trucks. I think Mike hit it on a couple of questions ago when I, th I think a lot of it is you've got to get feedback, you know. You can't go out and spend a lot of money and we see a lot of people that take investment on or maybe they've got a lot of savings or they're having a career change and they just pile into it and think that they, if they've got a really cool like looking truck or whatever and a cool name, they might be able, you know, everything's going to go fine, but it's... It's all about research, and you know? like Mike said, in the, having a market stall, doing little questionnaires, sending samples, have a big party, give out loads of free food at an event, just to give out a questionnaire, get it all back, and just listen to what people say. You know, branding's a big thing. Um, you a good graphic designer. Location's an amazingly big thing. Um, but yeah, you know, I think doing one thing, do it well, is 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 a good thing to do. Obviously. Because there's a lot of there's a lot of if you have a lot of things on the menu, there's a lot of prep, there's a lot of time when you're not going to be open making money that you're still going to have to yeah. put into put into the business. Um, Try and keep it simple as well. Yeah. You can always elaborate, but if you start off too complicated, it's very difficult to shrink back. But you see, it's a lot easier to add things on based on you know the, as you develop your processes and. Um, you know, as you free up time and become more proficient um, at what you do, um, yeah. Some 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 things I've seen where they're just so complicated, and you, you you're doing you know it takes like ten minutes to do one portion or something like that, and you know you need to be you need you need to be pounding the, these things out, but without you know kind of sacrificing on the quality of what you do as well. So you guys said it started all in a drunken bet. If you could go back in time and change it, would you? Nah. I think we've learned so much from each other and, you know, as people, I think our careers before, I mean, I don't know where we might have ended up, but we've met some amazing people through doing this. We've learned, you know, it's like I say, we've, we've, we've grown up a lot. We've learned so many different areas of, of, of the business, you know, um, stuff you never even imagined. Um, but all in all, I think, you know, what we've created and seeing, I mean, all in all, at the end of the day, when people's reactions and seeing their, how much they love what we've done, 
I think it's it's unbeatable. All right, chefs, the kitchen is closed for this episode. You can find out more about this episode in the show notes on iTunes or Stitcher. I also have a blog where you can check out my ideas about cooking, recipes, and videos at www.judalondon.com. Or you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at judalondon. Today's episode was produced by me and my mom, Kara Smith. Audio recording by Tamash Casper, and my intro music was composed and produced by Alvaro and Zalora. Thanks for listening to Shay Judah. I'll be back again soon with another episode. But in the meantime, you can keep up to date by subscribing to the show on iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you get your podcasts.